the fiscal update that came from the province. Lots of, you know, uh, big words thrown around, lots of numbers, all kinds of figures. But basically what it boils down to at the end of the day is we're still doing really, really well in this province in terms of revenues versus expenditures. The surplus forecasted now to be $12.3 billion. If you go back just to August, it was under $1 billion. It was about $500 million. And you go back about a year or so, it was a deficit of about a half a billion dollars. And then oil took off, right, uh, in February when Ukraine in, uh, was invaded by Russia. And there's other factors, but that's the big one. So it was forecast in the last update to be 13.2. It's been revised slightly down about a billion dollars to 12.3. So as I state, still a very, very sizable surplus, but a little bit smaller. So let's go through the details of the announcement yesterday with Charles St. Arnaud, a chief economist with Alberta Central and the Credit Unions of Alberta. Charles, thank you for your time. I appreciate being here today. Good morning, Shane. So we're still, I mean, this is a massive surplus by any rec, uh, you know way of measuring it. $12.3 billion. That's a big, big surplus. Yes, it is. But we all know where it comes from. It really boils down to, uh, as you mentioned, it's a booming oil sectors where uh, oil revenues are reaching records. Well, exactly. I mean, they're off a little bit from the records, and I think that's why we saw it go from 13.2. But, I mean, we're still seeing very, very high prices. Now, the forecast for this budget, or not this budget, but this fiscal update, um, Travis Tave saying we're expecting oil to be about $81.5 a barrel. And if it is, we're going to be okay. Do you think that's a reasonable expectation to have? Well, there are risks on both sides on that forecast. Is that uh, Obviously, we know with kind of the global context, there is a risk of recession in Europe, in in the U.S., so could that drive uh, oil prices lower than that forecast? It's a possibility. There could be further disruption. We've seen earlier this year with uh, the invasion of Ukraine by uh, Russia that uh, oil is sensitive to, uh, to those supply uh, changes. So it, it could be on both sides. Is that sort of trying to hit the middle, the 81.50 a barrel? Is that sort of, you know, we're being as cautious as we can, or do you think it's a little bit risky? Well, we're trying to be kind of in, on the middle ground. I don't, yeah. I don't see it as overly optimistic or okay. overly pessimistic. Good to hear. Um, in terms of what they're doing with this surplus, uh, the plan is to put a lot of it into debt repayment, um, reducing debt by $13.3 billion to uh, just under $80 billion at the end of the fiscal year next March. Um, is that uh, a plan that you approve of, paying down of debt? Is that something we should be focused on right now? Well, that's a decision that this government has made, mainly based on the, kind of the, the idea that, well, Better to reduce our debt, so we have to reduce our uh, cost of servicing that debt, especially in the context where interest rates are now higher than they were in the past. So that cost is is higher. So that's that's a decision they made. Then the question is, when would that be? Would there be some more efficient way of using it? And it's there could be a case for maybe we should think more uh, like. But we think more about our long-term prospect uh, in the province and how can we help uh, our province grow mm-hmm. for the next decade or so. The other uh, reason that the deficit is slightly smaller is there was some new spending announced this week, $2.5 billion roughly for inflation relief, and we anticipate there's more. There's been more money parked as well. Um, 
if you're the government, it's pretty tough to avoid that kind of spending with the situation that we're in. There, There is necessary spending when you're a government on an emergency basis sometimes. Yeah, well, it's clear. It's also... It's, it, the general population, I've been asking, and you look at any polls, uh, inflation is probably the number one priority, the number one issues for most Albertans. So it, it makes sense for the government to try to address that. How, you know, one of the questions that was asked of the finance minister following uh, the announcement was, you know, what was so much uncertainty out there? Everything can get derailed in an instant. I mean, but he seems to think that Alberta's economy is probably like you were talking about a global recession. We're in we're in a different position here in Alberta and we might be almost recession proof. Is it a different environment here in Alberta than what other places might be saying? Well, I would be a bit more cautious than the uh, finance minister. For example, I find when you look at the budget, expectations for growth for next year are above what you're seeing from the private sector forecast. The private forecast for next year growth are about 2% or so. The budget is at almost 3%. So it's kind of, uh, it, it might be a bit optimistic. And as much as, we know there'll most likely be a recession in Canada next year. Alberta will probably do fare better, partly because we have the uh, the tailwind from higher oil prices. But doesn't necessarily makes us uh, uh, recession proof. We have our own vulnerability in the province that could uh, lead, uh, brings us into a recession. Um, what about? Revenue outside of straight-up resource revenue. Uh, talking about taxes going up because the economy is doing well. I mean, uh, but like you say, with a recession looming, that could also affect the bottom line, right? Yeah. Well, our personal income tax, corporate income tax, are are, are doing well because we've seen uh, the economy growing, and we're yeah. now finally back above uh, the peak in terms of economic activity that we had in 2014. So obviously, our tax base has grown over the, um, is now bigger. So that helps on that front. But as you mentioned, if we have an economic slowdown, we'll see uh, some of those tax, uh, uh, those tax, uh, those tax revenues being held back. And we'll wait and see where we go from here, Charles. Thank you as always for your time. I appreciate it. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.